Thanks for listening to R&R Radio. I'm Michelle. I'm Robert. And this podcast is brought to you by Successful New Life. And don't forget to check that out at www.successfulnewlife.org. And then Robert's going to go over the episode overview. Okay. Well, truth is, we don't over you. We're just winging it today. <laughs> we just wanted we, to see how did. this would go if we did it this way. Yeah, we, you know, we, we really had a lot of structure in the last episodes and, you know, I did like the structure and everything, but we noticed when we were talking today, we, we happened to go out and um, go visit uh, the Rotary Club and we received a number of invitations of the years and we decided to go out and just kind of be a little brave and go see what's going on and um, we actually this is wonderful yeah. very wonderful people oh my god right everybody was really nice at the Rotary Club and it was just a pretty awesome this Rotary Club is a little bit smaller than I I guess they told me some of the other ones in larger cities are way bigger obviously I mean that makes sense but everyone here was so nice at the Rotary Club so shout out to them because they were all really nice and awesome and very intelligent people Oh, yeah. We had everything from attorneys to medical to engineers. Just like us, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that is kind of funny. Well, now we're more philanthropists. But, yeah, it was wonderful. And they're really sweet people. And, um, you know, the the amount of large change that they're doing as such a small club is actually wonderful. And it's kind of crazy is that a lot of the stuff that they're doing, like, they, they, they had 10 scholarships on the table and nobody... They, they're they not even receiving any applicants for it they're, yeah that was actually kind of interesting it was kind of worrisome right man i would have killed for scholarships when i was oh that age gosh. i thought <laughs> you know but um now i mean i guess they don't even the children or the kids or the high schoolers however you want to call them don't even know about them i suppose and sometimes it has to do with the counselors also some counselors you know are very on it when it comes to telling students about their designated students about scholarships and others are not necessarily like that not anything against counselors or anything but all of them are different so oh mine was the trash she oh man i had the worst counselor (laughs) i've ever even heard she did nothing nothing i had the opposite experience my counselor was literally i feel like one of the best counselors ever and if it wasn't for her i wouldn't have gotten the scholarships that i got and I, to be honest, don't even think I would have been able to afford college if it wasn't for my counselor that told me about all the scholarships that I could apply for. And I'm just thankful for that. And I actually wanted to contact her about these scholarships that the Rotary Club had available and tell her, you know, hey, there's Let's just do it tomorrow. The yeah. Deadline's actually tomorrow. coming up for them and that students should apply for them. And and I'm really 100% sure that this isn't only true for our Rotary Club, our local one, but every Rotary Club, which is their a national, you know, organization, they all have scholarships and everyone that's a student or if anyone knows any students that are looking for a scholarship to apply for, definitely look into the Rotary Club because I asked um, actually one of the ladies that was a member of the Rotary Club, you know, what are you guys exactly looking for? And she goes, you know, we're not really focused on if you have a perfect GPA or if you're the best student, you have straight A's. She said that they're really looking for people who are, service oriented and who do a lot of volunteer work which is what I did in high school I did a ton of volunteer work a lot of I think I even told her I said sometimes I feel like I was at doing volunteer work more than I was at actual school you know I would get off of school and do volunteer work for like seven seven hours seven or eight hours straight you know what I mean and 
And so that's what they're, if you know any students that are big on volunteer work or would like to do more volunteer work, definitely tell them to contact your local Rotary Club and apply for their scholarship or volunteer to help them with one of their projects that they always need volunteers for. Yeah, that's wonderful. Where I think we're actually going to be volunteering um, in three weeks and then uh, the week afterwards as well, the weekends afterwards. So I guess our weekends will be a little used up, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. They're really sweet people, very nice people. And, uh, you know, we love hanging out with people like that. So, um, you know, so, yeah, I guess tomorrow we'll contact maybe a good contact with your old um your old counselor and let her know. Well, yeah, you no, know, I'm actually happy I get to talk about it too on this podcast because that, because they're on a national level. So there are Rotary clubs in a number of cities that are probably looking for people to apply to their scholarships. And a lot of people don't know if your counselor doesn't tell you, you know, Hey, there's a scholarship available. A lot of high school kids aren't even aware of it. You know what I mean? So just, mm. if you know anybody that. Yeah. Somehow magically my counselors, <laughs> uh, three sons, that were like borderline, like, oh, I'm not gonna want to say anything bad about them, except for they're really dumb. And oh they, they had terrible GPAs, weren't in advanced classes like I was, but somehow they all had a ton of scholarships, but they were the only ones no one else did. Oh, hmm, that's kind of weird. It's kind of strange, right? Yeah, so I don't what know. You sounds like, anyway. yeah, it was a weird predicament, you know, and then I never even got asked about, you know what I mean, or informed of these sort of things or these opportunities, but uh, not that it really mattered at a wrestling scholarship anyway, but you know it's kind of interesting and you know if i could ever rewind it i would definitely take that chance as a high school exactly you know, it's thousands of dollars you know how often do you get offered thousands of dollars for an hour or two of work right it might take you an hour or two to apply but you know you're making 500 to a thousand dollars per hour i don't know it might be worth it. <laughs> exactly and um, well, I guess that could kind of count as our positive story was going to go visit the Rotary Club, you know, our positive story of the day, our first one at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're really wonderful. And um, it was funny, the the one time, you know, they responded really quickly. And, you know, we had been invited over the last, what, <sighs> yeah, so you were invited four, to five, six years, like over and over and over again. A larger again, one, right? though, like a larger one in a larger city we were invited to. And. I'm actually really happy that we went to the smaller one because it's more like everyone there were basically like you already knew them and they were your friends and everybody thought it was no big deal that we got invited that day. That Literally the day of the actual meeting, we got invited to go and it was just so awesome and everyone was really nice and polite and so laid back and you know a lot of and I really like to my biggest thing that I really like is how humble everybody was because a lot of those people accomplished a lot of really amazing great things in their lives and they're very professional very intelligent people but they don't just go around bragging about it and saying you know how awesome they are and all this other stuff and and I really like to how they just would just ask us a ton of stuff about ourselves you know about us and they wanted, and they even put an emphasis on, hey, these guys are our guests and everything. They even invited us, invited us up to talk in front of everybody and speak and tell people about ourselves. And that's just amazing, you know what I mean? It was like so much hospitality and really nice people. And I can't emphasize that enough because that's really not as prevalent these days. And when you meet new people, these it's kind of. Uh, hit or miss everyone has not, their walls yeah, up, it's, it's hit or miss when they're not somebody 
treats you like, you know, in a positive way or a negative way. But for the most part, lately, I've been meeting a lot of people I noticed that are really positive and really awesome and really nice. And this is just a whole night of positivity. And I mean, I just had to mention it and just shout out to the Rotary Club because they're all just amazing, awesome, professional. You know, what else was funny? They had a professional, they had a, a guest speaker oh, come yeah, in. They had a speaker. He's a professional hiker and that sort of thing. And now he's a, he wants to be on the podcast. So, hey, that's kind of funny. So we'll be hosting yes, him and interviewing him in a future podcast. Lined up for, that we have to get done. We just have to get those interviews done just so that we get people on this podcast talking about all their amazing stories. Cause I really feel like these people need a chance to really tell their story on not just, you know, a local level, but a national level and eventually on a global level. Cause I mean, I really feel like everybody has an amazing story that they could tell. Every single person has some type of amazing story. Even if you don't think your story is amazing, there's other people out there that might think it, it's amazing and everyone needs the opportunity to tell their story. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. And uh, the president of this particular Rotary Club is actually a female attorney. So yes, talking about someone who probably awesome. rocks and rolls. Yeah, very, very sweet lady. Very professional, much more than us. Oh, <laughs> mean, well, Mort's more than me. Rochelle, you're very professional. Oh, I, I am. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I tend try, to sway. I <laughs> yeah, I tend to sway towards the other end, but um, I do my best. I, I do my best. But uh, yeah, she really, you know, and she said it'd be wonderful for her to be on the podcast and whatever it is. And, you know, it'd be wonderful to get her on. So, um, yeah, actually, we might have actually gotten two people that want to be on this podcast and everything. So, yeah. So, you know, some of the other people that were, you know, kind of older, it's like, what's a podcast no i was <laughs> showing them our website was like, and everything it's and like telling an them internet radio station to oh gosh <laughs> uh, no, is that right. the best way you could do it say internet radio station yes like, that's a... it's basically a radio station that you listen to online <laughs> well it's wonderful wonderful and again our um all right. Hey, you got to admit, though, since we started, I think we started off with one viewer or one listener. Now we have three. So that's a 300 <laughs> percent growth. Yeah. In just I mean, only three days. We have to keep it positive so, and say that you say it that way. You know what I mean? Well, if we keep on this path in one year, Maybe. we'll have over three billion followers (laughs) (laughs) that's 300 percent growth in three days so i don't know it's exponential i'm really thankful for (laughs) everybody that chooses to listen to this podcast again like i said thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to us because we know that there's a million gazillion quadrillion other things that you could be at least listening to or doing or something but you chose to listen to us and i'm really thankful for that and well, kind of join us on our story in the beginning. Everybody really likes to jump on bandwagons, right? And really kind of see the end result. Everybody likes Oprah when she's a billionaire. Everybody <laughs> likes Tony Robbins, you know, after, you know, at the end of his road when he's like, hey, you know, I'm, I have my, I own a piece of Fiji. You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> That's when people want to listen. But, you know, no one wanted to listen to... You know, Tony Robbins when he was inside of his apartment, right? <laughs> or when he was dead broke, you know. And not that we're in that situation, but, you know, uh, those true fan base, you know, we really have a lot of respect and thank, and we really do thank you, you know, and we really do mean it. We're not just saying it like most people do. Uh, we actually do mean it. And 
Um, we're thankful that you're sticking with us through, you know, this time before, you know, down the road when we're much larger and everything. And, oh, yeah, and feel free if you ever want to be hosted on the show or want to chat with us or anything, just send an email on the website and reach out to us. Yeah. And if you want. You can contact mm-hmm. us at literally it's contact at successful org and if you have any feedback because we welcome any feedback for literally everything we do we love any constructive criticism for whether it be the website for the podcast even for our social media accounts or anything we release whether it be a a video or a podcast or anything like that we really want to hear feedback from everyone because we just want to keep improving and how can you improve if you don't take any criticism or listen to anything that anybody has to say so again that email if you want to say or give us any feedback or say any comments or anything is contact at successfulnewlife.org so yeah or just post it on Rochelle's Instagram. That'd be even greater, oh right? God. Just in our comment section. Just be like, ew, gross. I hate that pod. <laughs> well, I mean, I take over the Instagram for Successful New Life. No, it, no. Do Rochelle's personal it's one. No. Successful New Life the Instagram. So if you have anything to say also. Or if you just want to follow us because... <laughs> Everybody always has to say, or you can follow me because you know, hey, you can be one of the first, followers. right? Be one of the first to follow. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, you know what's kind of funny though? Um, so today's Wednesday, so we like to think of it as Wisdom Wednesday, and so we always stress uh, kind yeah. of learning. Yeah, today's more of a learning day for us. So we went we mm-hmm. went out there. We saw what you know, we decided, hey, well, why not just learn from one of the best? The Rotary Club is one of the best Rotary, you know what I mean? They are one of the largest organizations in the United you know, in the world. And, you know, they cure they're damn near done curing polio worldwide. How yeah, do you, you know what I, I mean? I really like their mission and what they stand God. for. What they've done, though, right? Mm, what they've, they've accomplished ch- is really immense in terms of, especially on a global level. And that's eventually what we want to do with this nonprofit is eventually influence the whole world. But of course, you have to start at home and we're in the United States. So we wanted to make positive changes in the United States first and then eventually on a global level, just like the Rotary Club, you know? Yeah. It's wonderful. It really is. And, you know, it's really amazing that the vision, you know, although the original founders and everything, you know, may or may not be still with us today, which, you know, it's been 100 years since it was formed, right? The Rotary Club, their vision and their goal is still being pursued. It's long outlived them. Mm -hmm. And it's grown to something that's so amazing and large like this, you know, and um, I think it's just something of amazement. And there's no, no one better to learn from than exactly in my opinion right no one better to learn from than from somebody who's done it before so you know really learned a lot from interacting with them today and we also learned a lot inadvertently about an individual that we'll be hosting later he had a very inspiring story a life and death situation um he's able to overcome it and he actually turned that negative into a positive in his life so I think most people have these negative situations that they have in their lives. And then, you know, that's always a 50, 50 choice, whether they could continue negative negatively or they could turn it into a positive and use it to make their life better in the long run. So, you know, just think about that as well. So, yeah. 
Anyway, so current projects, something big happened today for our nonprofit, Ooh. actually. Did you? <laughs> uh, GuideStar approved us uh, uh, gold level transparency Dude, level. After We're not two quite. Two weeks of work. <laughs> two weeks, literally yeah. two weeks of work for us to get actually GuideStar approved and get to this level. So yeah, that's we had to awesome. show them. Yeah, well, you you know, I, I guess there must be some weird thing where they're really having to crack down on fake nonprofits or something. I don't, I what, I don't really know. We're, you know, we're really having to prove and prove and prove that we have our five hundred one c three designation letter. Yeah, apparently there's a lot of fraudulent nonprofits out there that they're. Oh my to. god! Did I tell you I got a call the other day, Rochelle? Like, would you like to donate to? It was some sort of. I have a hunch. It was an individual who got like a, a machine, like a call blocker machine, you know, where you can call from a fake number. So yeah. I tried calling it back, and it, it said the line was no longer available or whatever. This is Verizon Wireless, and it was the craziest thing. So I tried to call him back, but what he had told me was, "Do you want to support an organization?" Uh, for um, veterans, and I was like, "Oh, that's wonderful." Oh, I've gotten the same call before, and it sounded kind of sketchy, right? The guy yeah. sounded kind of like homeless or something. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, sure." Um, uh, how do, will I be receiving a receipt? And he goes, "No," and he's like, "It's a non, it's a non deductible, yeah, non tax deductible. deductible." And he says, "Non tax deductible." And he like said it like really quiet, like non-tax deductible right donation right and i was like wait a sec that seems really weird and i'm yeah, like wait so yeah. you guys are another 501c3 nonprofit?" and he's like and he just hung up on me i was like what the hell <laughs> he literally just hung I'm like wait you're not a 501c3 designated oh, nonprofit?" and so i would be i would be a little bit wary you know now that i see that you know we had to jump so through so many hoops well, I understand that, though, because lately, I mean, there's a lot of scammers out there. So I understand that the type of people who are actually legit, just like we are, we're legitimate. We are willing to put in all the work, like literally 18 hours of work to make sure that this, that just to prove, you know, we're actually serious about what we're doing and we're a real nonprofit. We're not just fake and not going to do what we say we're going to do. You know what I mean? I understand that, like. Because at first you're kind of like, why are they making us jump through so many hoops and not just regular hoops, but like on fire hoops, hoops that are on fire, multiple hoops. Just <laughs> but, yeah, they want to weed out a lot of people. Yeah, that... now I understand it though, because there really are a lot of people that are just scamming out there. And I mean, not to focus on negative, you know, because obviously there are a lot of nonprofits out there that do the right thing that are legitimate and everything like that and aren't scams and that's what we want to put an emphasis well i was on. just excited that they approved us you know what i mean i was exactly. like all right now we, we received now the guide we star approval so we, everybody knows we're a legitimate nonprofit. we're not just saying that we are we actually 100 percent are because yeah and you could check it on guidestar.com exactly. look us up successful do life we got the gold star approval you know transparency and i feel like we've regressed back to kindergarten a little bit when we get the little star like <laughs> wow, we got a star yeah but i feel like i'm like 
I'm on Mario or something. I got the star. Oh, now we're in Midsable, right? But, yeah, 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 exactly. Now there's just some music playing and like. <laughs> no, it is exciting though because that means that we're allowed to, you know, publish, you know, kind of publicize ourselves on different platforms such as Facebook and um, Google, and it's really opened up a lot Amazon of opportunity Smile. for us. A lot of opportunity for us to work tomorrow and um, start <laughs> really getting to more work. And, you know, the wonderful thing is that we already have these projects and we already have everyone lined up and ready to go. You know, we, had, we already had the bidding process done. We already did our due diligence on all these individuals and they're just ready to rock and roll, you know, once we get the funding for it. So it'll be amazing seeing these things. It's for, you know, for like just the waste reduction program for phase two just to get the project up to um, all like the actual building and infrastructure work, it's going to be four to six months. Mm. They said probably five tops, but you know how they throw in a little leeway and they said they yeah. could do it as fast as four months. So very exciting stuff. And we'll probably be um, advertising it and, you know, doing actual investments in advertising and that sort of thing to build up some momentum before then too. So, and having to That's fly to California. Though. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to fly to California a little bit too, probably for some recordings and that sort of thing. But it, yeah, it will be wonderful to actually start changing the whole United States for the better and reducing waste across the United States. It'll be a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I don't understand why no one has done it yet, you know, but um, <laughs> Hey, it's opportunity for us and we're going to take that opportunity as soon as we can. So pretty exciting stuff. Um, so current events, oops, I actually didn't prepare anything. About... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You know, I didn't look up what was going on and seeing what was really, really big today oh, um, in the news. Yeah. But um, we were talking today and for some reason, this wall just keeps on coming up. And this, oh, gosh. I don't you know what I mean? Like, in this, uh, yeah, in this like government shutdown. Well, the government shutdown thing, you know, I think really need people really need to start thinking and focusing going, man, really not really affecting my life that much, you know? Yeah. And I think the takeaway isn't to fall for this kind of sleight of hand tactic of focus on the wall, focus on the wall. Because I think the reason why they really wanted people to focus on the wall is so they don't focus on their government and how badly it's being ran right oh, <laughs> i mean how else can you say it they're literally not even running it <laughs> they haven't been running it for 33 days now and it's kind of wonderful for people to realize how little the federal government actually affects your day-to-day -day life and how much you pay them you're paying them Probably more than you're paying your, you know, I think people pay more in taxes than their house payment right now. You know what I mean? Like if you're paying on rent or on your um, mortgage, you're probably paying the government more than that. Just really look at it and really look at the cost breakdown. If you're paying about 40% of your paycheck, unless your rent is more than that, which, you know, you're living on a pretty tight margin. I mean, you're only living 20% of your income for uh, eating in your family. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, odds are, I would assume that you're paying just as much as the government as you are for your house. And I don't know, you you try to figure out which one benefits you more, your house or the government at this point, federal government at this point. You know what I mean? They, they seem pretty irrelevant to me. They don't seem to be doing much. They seem to be doing tons of stuff all around the world. Tons of stuff for other countries, 
not that much here in the United States for the, you know, working person and everything. And we're all having to flip the bill. So, and then know. our podcast just shuts off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, though, that's why we wanted to do the stuff that we're doing, the projects that we're doing through our nonprofits, because technically, when you are a nonprofit organization, you're working for a nonprofit, you're running a nonprofit. Because, no, you know, nobody actually owns a nonprofit. You're basically acting as an arm of the government. And I mm-hmm. wanted us to show people that we're actually going to do everything that we want to say we're going to do. And that's really important to me, especially when uh, you have to take into, well, really, everyone's saying, oh, you don't have to. But, yeah, you actually are required to take in donations when you are a 501c3 nonprofit. You have to take in donations. You're required to. You yeah. can't just use all your own money, even if you want to. Which you we kind of have been anyway. But. <laughs> yeah, but you have to take, you're required, if you want to stay a non-profit, 501c3 nonprofit, you have to take donations. But so I don't want to just take in donations and then not do anything with it. I actually really want to make a positive change. I want to do every single project that we say we're going to do. And that's important because of the fact that People aren't really used to people, you know, delivering what they promised and people are, I don't know, I guess kind of just in that mindset now where uh, I can't, I guess like this person saying they're going to do this, but I shouldn't expect anything. I don't What's a survival that. mindset for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think everyone should expect exactly what someone says they're going to do. And I don't think it's that big of a deal for someone to deliver well, exactly what they say they're going to do. I think that people like, you know, back in the day when people used to just keep their word and say they're going to do something and all you need to do is a handshake. Now, if you don't got a contract for nothing, you don't have something in writing, someone on video or recording saying something, people go, I never promised that. You know, I want to go back to where someone just straight up promises that they're going to do something like us and then just do it. You know what I mean? I don't understand the problem with doing that. Um, well, you know, it's, yeah, I completely agree with everything you said. And, uh, it comes down to, I was helping an individual the other day and she was, she needed help with her business and, um, how to actually monetize it and, you know, making the link between service industry and, um, just selling an actual object was really hard for her. So we wrote down, we fixed everything. And then she's like, okay, I won't bother again. I promised so much. I, I, I can't afford to pay anything. And I was like, I told you it was free. This whole thing's for free. It's a nonprofit. And she's like, well, aren't you going to charge me next time or something? Or won't I have to bring it? And I'm like, no, no, I just want to see you be successful. All I w- And if anything, I just want you to become successful. And then, you know, join our podcast, tell everyone how much we helped you. And she's like, you're not serious, right? And I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. That's that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I told you that at the beginning of the conversation. She's like, yeah, but the value and everything that you told me, it's it's you don't understand how valuable this is. I'm gonna be able to make as much money as I want now. And I'm like, yeah, that was, that's what I said I would do. <laughs> She's like, you yeah, people I, are surprised. Going in circles days. over and over and over. We're just going in circle after circle after circle. And she was genuinely tr- like almost in denial that I had helped her for free. You know what I mean? And just, you know, just because, you know, I, I was like, yeah, that's what our program does. We help people find their successful new life. We guide them and we f- help exactly. them find their way. 
you know, and I'm like, and she's just like, she just did not want to accept it. And she's just like, you don't, you don't have any idea how much this means to me and my son. She's a single mom, that sort of thing. And, you know, I was really happy to help her. And she's a wonderful young you know, lady. And I can't wait to hear back from her and find out how successful she is. You know what I mean? Because everybody has the same thing. They're all traveling along on this little path. And then they hit an obstacle. And when they hit that obstacle, you know, sometimes some people are strong enough to climb over it. Most people aren't. Most people aren't. And most people need somebody to kind of teach them a way to get around it, you know, help them over it, whatever it is. And so I'm able to help people get past those obstacles. So it's really a wonderful thing. And I really do love it. So anyway, sorry. That's <laughs> that's my positive story and spin off yeah. the news. And that's a you good know, story, though. Well, you know, in the absence of government, people should start helping each other in the, you know, in the meantime and find out, hey, people can help someone for free or for out of the goodness of their heart. You or know? like instead of complaining about something, be the positive change that you want to see happen. Kind of yeah. like what we did by starting this nonprofit. It's like we're just so tired of people and other organizations out there claiming that they're going to do something and then never doing what they never delivering what they promised. So we're like, okay, well, instead of us just sitting around complaining about it, then we're going to do what we said we're, that we were kind of upset about other people not doing and we're going to make a change in the right direction. You know what I mean? And that's that's really it. If you want to see a change, be that change. And it might kind of sound cliche and cheesy to say that because people have probably heard that so many times, especially when you're growing up. You know, you hear adults say it all the time, but it's really actually the truth. Instead of complaining, which is really easy to do, I guess, <laughs> it might take you a little bit extra hours of work to actually be the positive change. I'm not going to lie. It actually takes extra work to make a change, but it's so worth it. It really is. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, it definitely is. And um, what was the saying? I don't want to botch it or screw it up. I'm trying to think. Um, as far as weight goes, it's like um, <laughs> failure is something along the lines of Failure weighs a lot, but regret weighs a ton, right? So the yeah. idea is like the risk of failure and the risk of, you know, trying something and maybe failing at it, you know, is, you know, you're, oh my God, okay, another failure. I've had so many failures. You've had so many failures in your life, Rochelle, right? And, you know, we failed so many times. And like everybody has. It's like the know? weight of a grain of sand, but then, and oh, do you know what a burden it is to want to do something and then not do well, it? Oh, is, it literally is, keeps you up at night. Yeah, because it's a nightmare. <laughs> You learn a lot from things that you fail at or mistakes that you've made and you learn a lot from it. Like I definitely learned everyone I know that's ever made a mistake, whether they want to admit it or not, has learned from that mistake or learned from that failure. And it, I haven't. It, it, I've it, seen people not learn. Well, <laughs> I mean, it literally has nothing to do with you falling. It's how you pick yourself up, dust off, like, you know, take all the dust off and then, you know, keep going. That's that's what matters the most out of anything is like how you choose to recover from the situation and whether or not you choose to do better or just keep going back to making the same mistakes and doing the same failures. 
it just that's what it is you know what i mean and that's yeah it's it's cycles everybody lives in cycles and you know depending on how powerful you are strong or whatever your cycles start expanding and becoming longer and longer and longer and so if you think of your life as a cycle where you do the same thing over and over you can kind of look and see sort of patterns wherever you are consciously usually subconsciously making the same mistake over and over and over again whether it be in relationships where oh you know i'm with a guy for a year or two and then it never works out and then we break up and then i find another guy after waiting a year and then another year or two goes by and then it doesn't work out and then we break up and I've I listened to everybody's stories and I started recognizing the fact that everything happens in cycles. And mm-hmm. the only way to break from these cycles is to A, acknowledge that you are making a mistake and causing the cycle, but then B, breaking that cycle by impl- fixing that mistake. And that's kind of the process I take with everybody that I'm helping right now is I just listen to them, figure out, identify the cycle or the problem that they're in. And then we break the cycle. And it's pretty it's actually pretty simple actually it's not not rock rocket science we actually you know i I should quit saying rocket science i should say uh physical <laughs> chemistry science because that's something i actually did learn which is quite com- complicated <laughs> but um yeah the it's very very simple process and a very very simple thing you know and everybody realizes eventually i think when they're older and they've seen these cycles happen enough eventually they go oh well, the way to expand and become a better person is to break these cycles and break out of them. And then you just keep doing it over and over and over and over and over and over. Keep growing as a person and, you know, and that's what life is about, isn't it? <laughs> or yeah. you could just stay in the same cycle forever and don't ever go anywhere and be miserable. That That's also a choice. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's also a choice, right? And I see people making both all the time. So like, Yeah, exactly. So you want to tell me a story about tear, babe? No. <laughs> oh my God! Not today. It's not Tuesday. Oh, not tear. <laughs> oh, Wednesday. What's Wednesday about? I want to hear about it. Wednesday story. Well, I thought I kind of feel like we already kind of said our positive story for the day, though. I want to hear about Odin. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, so the reason why. Wednesday is called Wednesday. I mean, don't worry. We're not going to say, why is every day called the day it is? No, we're not going to do that every day. So don't worry about everybody that's listening. But <laughs> I bet everyone so, likes it. <laughs> so for the reason why Wednesday is called Wednesday, because it's named after the Norse god Woden, or commonly known as Odin. And like I said before, most of the days, even some holidays are named after Norse uh, mythological gods and goddesses and Odin or Woden was actually the god of wisdom and he actually sacrificed one of his eyes so he only has one eye for knowledge so that he could have endless immense amount of knowledge and I mean he thought it was worth it to be more knowledgeable than to have two eyes so that says a lot you know (laughs) but uh, And he is kind of like the Zeus of the Norse gods for people that don't know. I mean, I know everybody watches Thor. Everybody watched Thor. So (laughs) (laughs) I guess people kind of know a little bit or think they know a little bit about Norse mythology. But I mean, it's actually uh, a little bit, you know, more complicated and more elaborate than what they show in the Thor movies. What 
Norse mythology. And there's a lot of really actually relevant, or I guess, aspects of Norse mythology that are relevant to modern day life that if you do your research on it, you'll realize. But I don't know. It's pretty kind of like I actually. It's teaching to... in parables, right? It's mm-hmm. teaching in parables and you could apply it to your life. I actually used to do a lot of research on different mythologies. I know I talked, I've lately, I've talked a lot about Norse mythology on the past couple of uh, podcasts, but I actually do a lot of research on Greek mythology, Egyptian mythology, Japanese, Chinese, even Mayan, you name it. I've done so much different research, even Celtic on so many different mythologies. And I realized that they kind of all tell very similar stories. And that's why you see a lot of uh, gods and goddesses that are very similar in different pantheons, just like Odin is similar to Zeus, who is similar to Jupiter, who is similar to, you know, other gods and even goddesses that are very similar to each other. But a lot of them teach the same message. And there is a lot of emphasis on wisdom being probably one of the most important aspects of life is being able or actually allowing yourself to learn every single day and never acting like you know you know too much and never acting like your cup's too full for you to learn new knowledge because I feel like everybody should be trying to learn something new every single day including myself including everyone I know and everyone out there that's listening always make an effort to become more wise every single day and I mean I always do it on Wednesday because it's Wisdom Wednesday named after Woden you know, it's funny, <laughs> it's, you know, what you neglected too is, you know, I'm a big Bible junkie, so I read the Bible, I don't know how many times, you know, it goes back to the story of Solomon as mm-hmm. well, you know, yeah. Solomon always, 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 and it wasn't that he was worshiping wisdom, but he always praised wisdom, you know what I mean? Put and, an emphasis on wisdom. Yeah, I think put it I, on the well, high. I kind of touched on that when I said that every culture puts an insane emphasis on wisdom, no matter what, like cultures that... We're never weren't communicating with each other. We're just separated by literally oceans. Every single one of them says you have to be knowledgeable and you have to learn new things. And in general, you know, in general, just keep learning and never stop learning no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, no matter how much you think you know. <laughs> Chances are you don't know everything. None well, of it's know. funny. They, <laughs> they show it in two ways, right? Every culture shows it. One way they show the fool and they kind of make fun of him and show his life being really bad. And then they show the king that rose from nothing because he was so smart and benevolent. You know what I mean? That you, you see what I'm saying? They show the two different stories. They have the one individual that, you know, just decides, oh, I don't I don't need knowledge, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they don't do so hot or so great. And then they show the person who is very knowledgeable you know, becoming very, very powerful and wonderful and stuff. Not to say that they don't, they have all aspects of their life in control because sometimes they don't, right? Yeah. A lot of it, you know, a lot of people pull in a, a Bozos or Bezos or whatever. Oh my <laughs> God. Getting roasted for it like he has, right? Very, very smart, hardworking individuals. And then, you know, they they let that other aspect of their life go a little bit, and then they get roasted for it. You know, or Tiger Woods, or I don't know. Oh gosh, that's well, a whole just, other story. 
That's yeah. a whole other podcast. No, well, what, there is a weird correlation, <laughs> right? Isn't there kind of a strange correlation? But anyway, yeah, we'll go on. I digress. <laughs> I don't know. But, well, I mean, good story, good story. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, if I were to do a news segment, it'd just be Jeff Bezos and how much, how ridiculous yeah. that is. You're gonna sit there and tell me she earned it. I don't think so, but <laughs> she's now rich, the richest woman in the world. Richest woman in the world. That's kind of funny, huh? She earned yeah. it. Yeah. But <laughs> um, where were we? But I, I mean, that thing. I think the reason why it bothers me is because it goes against everything that we believe in. We actually spoke about this today. Is that it sucks that that's what's always publicized in the news for women is, oh yeah, you know, just divorce a very rich man and you'll be rich. You know what I mean? And um, we believe here that women can make their own wealth and be just as powerful and if not more powerful than men and make it as just as much money, if not more money than men, you know, and it, they don't always have to be in that role of, Oh yeah, just find a rich man and then walk away with half or more. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, um, Women can do the same things that men can do, and I mean everybody knows this. That's not even any anything new. <laughs> yeah, think about Oprah. She just skipped the middleman, right? <laughs> she, I mean, she has a you know, had a life mate, you know, like a spiritual. Oh, God. Uh, you know what I mean? But they're not married, and she certainly built her own wealth all on her own, and her own empire on her yeah, own. Yeah, exactly. She did everything on her own, and regardless of what her background was or what who she is, you know, or what she came from, she just chose to say, I can do the same thing any man can do, and she did. And she's richer than some men, so... I mean, a lot of men, actually, but <laughs> I <digress>. than me. <laughs> She's like an infinity times richer than me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. I'm just though. saying there's a lot. I of mean, and I wouldn't that... just her influence, though. You know what I mean? How well, many people she's helped. Women that, not just Oprah, because everybody knows Oprah, because obviously she's a billionaire and she's in the media and on TV and movies and everything. And everybody knows her. But. There's also a lot of women out there that I mean, I even know personally that literally came from nothing, including my mom, including just women that I've met literally on a personal basis that don't brag or anything and act like they haven't accomplished a lot, but they've accomplished so much and without having to steal money from a man or without having to, you know, be a stereotype. And that's my biggest emphasis is that women don't have to be stereotypes to become successful or accomplish their dreams and accomplish whatever they want to accomplish. You don't have to, you know, do some of the things that celebrities have done to get attention. You know, you don't have to be anything, any type of stereotype in any way, shape or form. And not only for women, but for men too, men don't have to be stereotypes either, you know? And that's really what I really want to put a, an emphasis on, especially through this nonprofit. And that's what we really want to teach. Well, and your and, upcoming book too. Oh, yeah, I wanted to write a book about that, but I mean, that's that's in the works, so I didn't want to give too much Oh, away sorry, I just yet. blew up your spot, huh? I didn't want to give too much away about that, but that's okay, because that doesn't really completely describe everything I want to do, so that's okay, but I mean, yeah, that's that's really what I wanted to emphasize and eventually teach a lot of younger people, especially females, is that you don't have to be a stereotype and you don't have to say you know, what your culture says you're supposed to be or be who your culture or what 
stereotypes tell you you're supposed to be. You can be whoever you want, and you can accomplish whatever you want, and it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. It only matters what you think. And I, I literally said that recently, you know, to a little girl. I told her that. I said it doesn't matter. Which she even told me she was getting bullied in a little. Uh, she was seven years old, and she said she told me she was getting bullied, and I told her. Well, it doesn't matter what the bully thinks. It just matters what you think about yourself. You know what I mean? And that's it. Whatever you think you're worth, whatever you think you can accomplish, whatever you think that who you are, who you really truly are, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks you are or stereotypes you as. That doesn't matter. I think you you should say what she said. It was hilarious about Santa Claus. Oh, what? No. Well, like, I mean... (laughs) Kids are so funny. These everybody knows this kids are so funny. But she goes, it was it was literally like just after Christmas, and she's like, "Well, I was really nice all year, and my friend was really mean to me, and she got more presents than me, and I don't know how Santa missed that." And I was like, "Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, sometimes Santa is, uh, you know, too busy making toys or doing other things, and he doesn't catch every every bad thing." that kids do sometimes and she's like yeah but I was good all year and I got less presents than this other girl that was mean and I'm like hmm you <laughs> know what's funny though I mean we <laughs> ran I mean we brought her a present though and she loved it and we just did it randomly anyway you know what I mean no, I know. she well, was I literally in love with that cat it was like a kind of like our early birthday present like Christmas present for her and I was like well I mean you got an extra present that that other girl didn't get and she's like oh yeah and she kind of forgot about it I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh how, how do you explain that to kids so I don't know yet I don't know how you explain that where Santa still gives because there are like you know there are some bad kids that still get gifts but how do you explain that <laughs> that was so funny though that they did that you know what's the weirdest thing is that weird elf on the shelf thing i'm like but isn't wait i mean wait i'm confused because santa santa is supposed to be uh watching children I don't, i'm not I sure don't so the yeah, elf is kind know. of a snitch that like reports to santa if you're oh bad kind of is it's that kind of the slightly idea slightly creepy but i guess that's just my opinion uh, <laughs> it's probably just some marketing ploy to make money or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. But it was funny though. I I, th- I think it was funny though. And then you pointed out, well, you got this extra present. She's like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, she loved that cat. I don't. You picked out the most perfect. Uh, like, just thing. because I love cats, and I don't know. I just feel like everyone else should love them too. No, there's some people out there. They're like, oh gosh, I hate cats. I don't even know. You know, like there's some people that are not cat people. But I'm definitely a cat person. And yeah, speaking I mean, of cats, I mean, gosh, what? You said there's two more kittens now? Oh, gosh. Stray there's ones. There's so many stray cats in our neighborhood. And then there, I just this morning, I was looking outside. And, like, actually on our front porch, there were two brand-new kittens that I've never seen before. And I was like, oh, there's even more stray cats. And that kind of makes me feel sad in my heart because, you know, they're, they're just strays. And they kind of have to fend for themselves. And you see them. There, people in our neighborhood are really nice, though, because we all try to feed all the stray cats. Like, well, if we have any extra food for dinner or even us, sometimes we just straight up go out and buy cans of sardines because we don't like sardines. We don't really eat sardines, but um, yeah, we buy them for the literally only for the cats. We only buy sometimes tuna. Sometimes you gave sardines. them king crab legs, legs the other oh, day. Oh, that was for my That was birthday. like $40. You know I, mean? I wanted yeah. to give them a present, too, for my birthday because I love cats. Oh literally, God. I love cats. But anyway, 
I just wish I could take in every stray cat. Oh, I, I, I did that. make them those. I had those like gourmet um, pineapple teriyaki drumsticks I made. And I call them gourmet because they're freaking the best. They are perfect. Like I even cut off the tens and everything. So they're like a big bite at the end. Oh, I eat them with like a, <laughs> I eat it. Well, I mean, yeah, I eat them with just Calm a down. fork. Oh, <laughs> just so good. So good. And we gave the we gave we gave we had a couple extra, so we put them out there today. And I think those cats were just like you know, and you know, it's wonderful about them. They don't just eat. You don't have them. They don't fight because I think they're all kind of a family. There's like eight of them now. They, I think they all know each other. They're like all friends. They eat a little bit of it and then they leave it and allow the other cats to come eat a little bit. It's kind of wonderful. Yeah, they don't fight over food. It's actually kind of that that kind of makes me want to keep giving them more food though. I don't know though, <laughs> but I mean, we just saw two new kittens today and i was like oh i wish i could just take in all the little stray kittens and stuff because we can't wait till we're able to solve this problem um you know and it's gonna be very very expensive it's gonna be very very expensive and uh, but we already have the process already developed and created and you know in the future when we have you know the millions and millions and millions of dollars for to implement a project like that you know and uh, a great number of volunteers as well you know we have the solution to fix this big global because we thought it was just here but speaking to the um the pet what arvada pet is it animal a, a, animal control, control? oh yeah. arvada animal control he said that other countries have way worse than us yeah way worse and they need the implementation as well and i was like huh cool well just a matter of time now so just a matter of time yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, with that, um, don't forget to check us out at www.successfulnewlife.org. And also make sure you use hashtag less trashy by 2020 and post about how you're reducing waste and tag your friends and tell them to reduce their waste production so that we can all help the environment in the United States. And you could be featured on one of our social media accounts, which is Twitter at Success New Life and Instagram at Successful New Life. And also, look us up on Facebook and just search Successful New Life and you'll find our Facebook page. And now that we're approved by GuideStar, that'll be just... Uh, be I think there's like, it. I think there's a delay. I tried it today. Oh, well, okay. well, <laughs> so just wait a while, wait Facebook. a day. <laughs> yeah, wait a delay sure on the Facebook Instagram one. and our Twitter. <laughs> make sure you, you, you check us out on our Instagram and our Twitter and check out our website because this podcast is actually going to be uploaded onto or a link to it's going to be uploaded onto our website so it's going to be easier for you guys to find all of our new and past episodes so if you want to listen to you know how crazy our first podcast ever sounded you can go <laughs> listen to that or you can just go listen to this one which is really amazing no <laughs> we just did whatever we wanted <laughs> yes and i mean let us know what you guys think about this kind of random kind of less structured mm-hmm. episode but i mean with that thank oh, you oh also and if us. you want to be hosted or if you have a, a story you that mean you interview think yeah if you want us to interview you for this podcast you can send us an email at contact at successfulnewlife.org and we'll answer you asap and let you know oh yeah oh yeah definitely all right well 
without further ado, have a great night. It's nice speaking yes, to you. Yes, have a great night and happy Wisdom Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Wisdom Wednesday. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.